Welcome everybody to Rolling on Three, the first podcast for all three wheelers, whether you're riding on a Riker, Spider, Slingshot, this is the show for you. So today I have to, I have to, I want to welcome my friend Neil all the way from Canada. Neil, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. I've been following you for many, many months, my friend. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you for the support and all of that. Uh, so I'll start off the show with the same question. What are you rolling on? Rolling on a 900 Ace. Nice. Where did you, uh, what year? Uh, it's a 2019. I got it as a demo. It had been used at a lot of events by the local dealer. Um, and I got him to swap out the panels on it for me because I got the uh, supersonic green panels and kind of went with that because it was a limited edition color. Sweet, sweet. That's nice. Uh, where did you get it from? Like, uh, what? Where I, got was it, I got it from the Can-Am dealer. Uh, okay. Fun, Fun Motorsports is what the company's name is. Um, and yeah, they uh, they had a few out there and this is the one I settled on. Oh, okay. It was it far away from where you would live or? That's about a 10 minute drive from one end of the city to the other. I'm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which, uh, yeah, is, is tough because I've been on uh, Beth's uh, podcast a couple of times and I'll say, hi, it's Neil from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And she'll look at it and she'll butcher it like everybody else does. I think <laughs> I think I got it right a few times. Good. I think, yeah, I think I, I saw you on the live and I think I, yeah. I got it right. Yeah. So, so uh, since we're talking about Saskatoon, uh, uh -huh. how is the riding roads, weather? Tell me a little bit about the riding. Well, style. we're we're on the uh, we're on the prairie, so it's a lot of flat. There is not a lot of hill action. There's not a lot of curbs, so I can pretty much uh, put my Atlas throttle lock on and just point west and go for miles or up here kilometers and kilometers until I hit a bend or a curve or, you know, see an animal on the road and have to avoid it. But yeah, other than that, it's, it's just, you know, re uh, it's wind therapy for me. Get out there, <laughs> throw the, the earbuds in, crank up some tunes and just go. All right. That open road is amazing. I love when I see uh, people able to get out and take those long trips. So yeah, I guess it's more, um, I know it's not dirt road, so it's nice paved even roads. Yeah, well, it's 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 as nice as the highways department or the local towns decide they want to keep their pavement up on. Uh, yeah, there's I've hit a couple of places where we've had to kind of detour off as they're you know working on them and stuff. And sometimes I wish, gee, I should have maybe have gotten the the uh, the other version of this with the rally because it's a little more off road than I was expecting because I. I'd gone through a construction zone where we were on loose gravel and sand mm -hmm. and the back end was kicking out on me, but I went, Oh, so this is what the drifting feels like. So I was actually playing with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I should have went with the rally with these streets from New York because uh, I'll tell yeah. you right now, I, I've taken a beating, but I've did little upgrades to get it five, but some of my fellow riders have really taken it to the next level. Boy, they have really beat their Rikers down. Yeah, no, and I've seen uh, seen some some good uh, 
good stuff. And the other group that's out of Philadelphia and, and the riders out there that some of their streets are, are not as, as, as wonderful either. So yeah, I, I, I feel, feel everybody's pain when they're hitting some of those potholes or they just kind of, you, know, you get a little too close to the car in front of you and all of a sudden it's like, Oh crap, I can't avoid this. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. So Neil, tell me a little bit about yourself out. Um, I used to be in radio for the first 25 years and then got into sales. And that's where I am now, uh, sales at a seniors community that, you know, folks, uh, looking to make that transition from their house to, uh, a place where it's a little bit more senior friendly. That's kind of what I do. And, and always like motorcycles. I had a road King up until about a year and a half ago, uh, that, uh, I had some uh, balance issues and uh, my wife said, you know what, I'm not real comfortable with that because she followed me a couple of times when I had to take the bike out to a storage place. And she says, you're kind of wandering all over the place a bit. So that's what led me to the whole Riker and three wheel community was the fact that, you know, if I'm going to stay upright, I might as well do it on three wheels and not have to put my feet down. That's what's up, man. That's great. So you, you got a history of biking. So you've been riding all your life then. Yeah, in and out. Uh, you know, dad was at the Air Force, so we really didn't have access to a motorcycle a lot. But when uh, friends would have them, I'd jump on any chance I could get and disappear for an hour. And they go, Where did you go? I said, For a ride? He said, Take it for a spin. So I did. <laughs> well, the people don't understand a spin on a motorcycle is not around the block, man. No, not, no, it is not. It, it's putting some miles on. That's how you really get to enjoy it. You got to at least get it hot. At least get it. Well, hot. yeah. Yeah. You got to warm the thing up, see what it's going to do for you. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. So you said radio. Uh, were you like an announcer? You have the yeah. voice for it. Well, that's I what can... everybody tells me. I've got the voice for it. I, that's what I did when I first started got, getting into radio. I went to college and got into broadcasting and yeah, was on air, did all of that. And then I got behind the scenes, did a lot of production, got into television and did some some uh, voicing and production work there and then uh, transitioned into sales. But yeah, every once in a while, I'll get uh, somebody that uh, wants some voicing work done and I'll, I'll go and do some commercial commercial voiceovers. We'll talk. I like your voice. Maybe I could do an intro for my show instead of- There my, you go. Instead Roll of my three. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. We're going to talk behind the scenes. Okay. <laughs> so let me say, um, when you take the bike out, I'm assuming it's more recreation. So like, what do yeah. you like to do? Like, you know, uh, it, well, the nice thing is the reason I got the Riker over anything else was the fact that it's a little more urban street bike. I can take it out. Like usually on a Saturday or Sunday, I'll go for a six hour ride. I find a loop that I like to do and, and we'll head out and do five, 600 kilometers worth of driving. And, but then during the week, uh, come home from work, get on the bike and just buzz around town. And I kind of like how it'll, it handles in the city. So it's a good, good bike for both. Uh, I wish there was cruise control on this, but I've got a throttle lock that helps. And now that they've come out in the 2022 models, they put it in there as standard. So, you know, hindsight's 2020, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just a fun bike to have. And I tell you, I have never, uh, I, it, it unnerved me when I first got it because Every time I sat and stopped at an intersection or drove by, there were there are people and kids pointing, going, "What is that?" This is like, okay, the point. After a while, it's okay, yeah, yeah. Now I realize because the front end of that bike has a face to it that 
yeah that's that's it gets it gets noticed everywhere i go and people are stopping you so yeah i've now gotten used to the fact that i'll talk a little bit more about the bike what is it where'd you get that oh that's so cool odd that you would have that since brp is a canadian-based company oddly you have people still asking you what that is and it's made there i know yeah it's uh out of uh well actually the bike is made in uh mexico right but it's brp which is bombardier recreational products out of quebec so yeah they're the they're the uh, parent company of it but yeah, there's not a lot of three wheels. Uh, I w- ride with a couple of other uh, riding groups and we do a motorcycle ride for dad for prostate cancer and get four or 500 bikes. And you only see about two or three trikes show up to those things. Really? A lot of them are really? still, you know, the big cruisers and baggers and, and sport bikes. So, but I'm starting to notice this year alone, about a half a dozen trikes on the road. So okay. we're starting to get a little group. That's why... Um, I've kind of got the, the monikers, the t-shirt shows Sask Riker and I'm building a brand, something like yours, but we're trying to get a group together so that, yeah, two or three or four of us or half a dozen, either just buzz around town or go out for a highway cruise. Cause it's a lot more fun when you got folks with you that are the like-minded ones where you're talking about your mods and what you've done and what you'd like to do and how much money you've spent already on things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, BRP informed me a long time ago that do not refer to the Can-Am as a trike. Yeah. Uh, they just, uh, they constantly, well, it was one of the things when they yeah. reached out to me, they was like, we have specific names you can call this. So I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, I don't, yeah. don't want to mess around, you know. I yeah. Oh, yeah. You get yeah. A well, yeah. And the first thing somebody looked at me and went, oh, you got a reverse trike. And I thought, no, it's three wheels. It's it, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I, I've, I've referred to it as a trike. This is probably the first time I've actually called it that. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, just three wheels of fun for me. Yeah, just be careful. BRP is always listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to work with BRP because I want to go to Canada and you know experience yeah. the whole thing. Is Canada still closed for me? Uh, actually, no, we're just opened up the borders. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you're more than welcome to come up and uh, we're, we're, uh, we're allowed to come down and visit you folks. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'm waiting for my, my, my invitation. Well, VIP extended an invitation, but now yeah. that it's open, yeah. I'm going to make sure I get back on their backs and say, Hey, you yeah. know, it's time for uh, me to pay a visit over to the factory there. Absolutely. And have a look at what they've got. Because like I said, the, the Riker's the entry bike. Like I didn't realize this bike even existed until last year when I was looking. I thought, okay, I'm going to have to go with the, the, the F3 or, you know, the RT Limited and stuff. Right. And, and a lot right. higher uh, price point than what I was willing to pay. And right. then when I saw one of these buzzing around town, I went, what the heck is that? And I saw Can-Am on the side of the cowling and I went, Okay, going up to the dealership, see what this one's all about. That's right. I, w- I was following Can-Am since it came out in 2009, I think it was. But mm-hmm. like you said, the price point was too much. And from yeah. being on two wheels, I was like, ah, I'm not going to spend it. And I didn't know about the Riker either until a friend of mine that I used to talk to about that. He was like, those things are ugly. I can't stand them because he's a big time biker. He was like, yeah. hey, did you see that thing called the Riker? I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you know, you follow three wheels. So. I went online and I saw the picture. I said, oh, I got to get it. I was like, so I always <laughs> I always credit my friend when I tell him, I say, you know, this is all your fault, right? You the one who walked up to me and said, hey, did you see that? Yeah. I would have probably never even looked. And I was like, yeah. 
I credit him for that. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. So, Neil, when you're riding around town, yep, or the town you're in, yep. Uh, if I come to visit Canada, where where am I going? Where's the chill spots? Where's the bike spots? Where's the food spots? Tell me all about the town. Oh, Saskatchewan is is an awesome province. Uh, Saskatoon is probably the hotbed for uh, the food. Uh, like it's it's got the more more restaurants per capita than any other city in Canada. That's wow. how food centric we are. Like wow. there are mom and pop little places. There's food trucks. There's ice cream stands. Right up to um, we had something similar, I guess, on the Food Network. You guys have uh, you know the competitions with the chefs. We have right. Top Chef Canada, and the winner actually moved back to Saskatoon, was originally from here, and has opened up three restaurants since. And the food scene here has just exploded. And it's just phenomenal. So yeah, that's usually where, you know, we end up is like, we'll find a place, whether it's a little hole in the wall for, you know, a couple of cocktails and some, you know, poutine or fries or whatever we're going to have. Or we'll just hit the road. Like last time I was out on the road with this buddy of mine, uh, JT, him and I hit this small town that when I was in the food service industry, uh, met up with these folks and it's a small town, maybe about five, 600 people if they're lucky wow. and pull in there and we get hugs coming in and it's like, <laughs> here, have a look at it. And the food just keeps coming. And it's like, wow. oh God, we can't finish this. And we go, you know, we pay for it. My buddy looks at me and goes, oh, I can't finish any of this stuff. But yeah, it's just that much fun. And around town. Yeah. We've got, uh, some gorgeous scenery, city streets, and uh, it's just we've got a couple of big loops that we like to do around town. And again, that's where we start getting noticed. And yeah, and if we want to do a highway run or just short hops out for maybe an hour and a half or something, we can or do the full day thing. Right. Oh, OK. So I I only been to Niagara Falls and people say, well, that's not really Canada. That's just uh, so that's gross. Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crossing the street in New York yeah. City, right? New yeah. York, you just crossed the street, right? Yeah. So, um, what am I gonna eat when I go down there? Like, what do you, what do you say? I, right, what's the food you gotta have when you get? I had the poutine, which yeah. I liked it, enjoyed it. Yeah. But like, yeah. That's what everybody eats. What, what's the? Oh, secret? absolutely. Yeah. No, there, there are uh, a couple of great restaurants. There's uh, one in town that just uh, came in a few years ago, and they have got kind of one of the best pizzas. It's called Una Pizza. It's on Broadway Avenue. Broadway Avenue is kind of our funky, cool district. Okay. Uh, downtown is starting to redevelop, but Broadway uh, has got restaurants everywhere. So there'll be a Starbucks and there'll be like the Broadway cafe, you know, the, the diner spots and stuff where, uh, you know, if you're big into salads, there's one thing called the Toronto salad, oddly enough. Um, but yeah, if you like pizza or you like tacos and burritos, uh, there's, there's all of that. And then there's a huge microbrewery, uh, up in Saskatoon as well, that a lot of these places that if you're looking for a local brew, you can pretty much do an entire weekend of hitting all the little local breweries ah, going ah. on, on those tours and sample some of their products. And I'll stack it up against some of the major brands day after day. It's just got, because again, they're kind of managing the, the small batch stuff and it's great. So we'll go out for a pizza and beer. Uh, you know, we'll have a flight of wine or something, but yeah, it's, 
when you come and when you come, you go up to Niagara Falls, you turn west and you go for about two, three days. And when you see the road is flat and there's no trees, you've hit Saskatchewan. All right. Okay. Now I know we still, we'll have a little debate later about that pizza though. You know, I'm from New York City. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Well, I you know, been to New I York mean, for the slice there either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, I'll let that, I'll let that one go. We'll talk okay. about that later. That turns uh, into a big debate on my shows when we bring up pizza. But. Oh, I, and, and I've seen a couple of shows on YouTube about, you know, tomato pies and I made one of those last week. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, the slices, you know, from, you know, how you top it and everything. And I'm going, Oh my God, I could live there just for yeah. that alone. Yeah, it's no joke. It's no joke. Uh, so when you're out, you said you're hanging out with your people. How big is your ride group? Or are you doing more alone rides? Or are you just getting uh, together? It's, it's, it's just starting to, to get going. We've got about three or four of us that will uh, get together and do some rides, depending on what people have got for availability on the weekends. A uh, buddy of mine that just lives uh, in a little town north of here. Him and I get together more often. Uh, he's never done a lot of highway riding. So him and I went out for this big six hour loop. Okay. Uh, and again, you're just, your head's on a swivel because you're just looking around going, oh my God, look at the, look at the canola crops and, and look at all of this and that. And, you know, it's just, you're, you're just in awe of nature when you're out there. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then again, you're hitting the small town gas stations because you have to gas up with the Riker because of the tank size. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, it gets you the connections. You walk in, everybody's, hi, how you doing? You know, and, and of course the guys in the farm trucks pull up going, what's that? <laughs> yeah. I see you sent me some pictures of the bike, uh, with yeah. the green on it. That's dope. And, uh, yeah, that those... was the one, the one picture with the semi park next to it. We were yeah. at a car show. We yeah, were doing cool. the motorcycle ride for dad and this group of semi tractor units pulled up right across the street from us. I said, oh my God, I got to get my bike over there and get a picture of that. And that, yeah, that's that's one of the 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 fun pictures. Yeah, that's a nice picture. I was that was pretty. I said, that I said, wow, this guy has a truck. No same color as his bike. His I said, bike. that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. Yeah, that thing rolled in and I just went, my jaw just hit the floor. And I'm going, oh my God. I talked to the owner after and, and he thought it was quite funny that this little thing just got scooted up next to it for a photo op. That's cool. That's, that's really, really cool. But let's talk about uh, those mods. Uh, everybody likes to hear about mods yeah. and money. So oh. what have you done, man? <laughs> what haven't I done? Uh, <laughs> when I, the, the first thing I got was a windshield. Uh, I was looking around and F4 Customs is what I got. Okay. Uh, when Knight Riker was still Knight Riker, he yes. did a whole uh, review on it. And I yes. thought, well, I'll, I'll see where this is all out of. So it's out of Florida. And of course, the, the exchange rate and the shipping and everything. And I thought, this is going to be an investment. But I thought, I need this if I'm going to be doing the highway stuff, just because I'd rather the bugs on the windshield than my teeth. So uh, ordered that, got it up. And then, then it started from there. I've got the top-notch Riker Mods grill guard. I've got shock covers. I've got uh, all kinds. Uh, what I've got the grill, uh, the hand guards from uh, KNM. I've got the deflectors. I've got the bag for the back. Uh, I've got the uh, shad top case on the side because if you're out on the highway, you're going to need you know to put your helmet and everything, make sure it's locked up. I've got the tank bag. Uh, I also have uh, from Sling Mods and Tough Skins, uh, 
a matching green panel on the front and uh, the, uh, the little canard covers there. Uh, I've got the interior um, frunk liner because again, that trunk is a little, you know, I didn't want stuff rolling all over yeah, the place. Yeah. So yeah, storage was the big thing. The windshield was that. I've got the Atlas throttle lock on just for cruising the highways. Um, yeah, and and I know a lot of people when they first get into it go, oh my God, this is expensive. But again, it's an investment. I did that with my Road King. If I needed something, you know, if it was a couple hundred bucks, it was a couple hundred bucks or 150 bucks, that was fine. The stuff I haven't done um, is exhaust. Because ah. by the time it gets up here, because whether you're looking at a Brandon King or an RLS or whatever, this buddy of mine, JT's got one. Right. He told me it was like $1,000 by the time the exchange rate and everything hit to get it up here. It sounds awesome. Like it's not one of the real loud ones, but it just is great. But I'm going, I can't justify, you know, spending that kind of money. I can probably get about five or six other items for that price. Yeah. As wow. nice as it sounds. And he said, you know, the weight differential on it and just the performance when he throws it in rally mode is great uh and the other thing i can't do or i won't do and can't do and i'll, I'll explain why i won't and i can't uh are, are lighting upgrades like uh in the states you guys can probably run all kinds of flashing lights and and all of those kind of things well, in some states certain state it's yeah. actually in most states People don't notice in most states, it is illegal to run flashing lights. They can't be the colors of yellow, white, red, or blue. In that's exactly what it, that's exactly what it is here. Okay. Yeah. So I all, if I'm going to be putting lights on, they can only be on and it was it, it's when the bike is parked. So right. at car shows or meets with those kind of things in the evening. Yeah. It would look cool. But right. I'm thinking, why would I spend, again, a couple hundred bucks on something that I'm only going to turn on every once in a while? Plus, folks have mentioned there are issues with the wiring. You overload certain things on it. And I thought, you know, I'm not all that handy to begin with. And if okay. something's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong with me trying to rewire something. And I'm going, yeah, no. Okay. So, yeah. And that and the fact that, you know, it's it's not a good thing to be driving along and have a cop pull you over and go, you know, you see all those lights? <laughs> yeah, no. So I'm going, okay, it's, that's probably the only two things that I won't get done. Right. Floorboards, I'm probably going to add in the spring just for comfort nah. more than anything. And yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that's uh, just a little more for comfort. And yeah, there's probably going to be the odd thing that I'll go, well, I really don't need it, but I really want that. Yeah, that's what happens to me all the time. Yeah. As for the light thing, though, it's just like really it's like one of those things where I don't know out there, but in New York City, it can be enforced. Is it enforced? It's like one of those debates. Like, are you yeah. really you know, it's like one of those things. Right. It's so many yeah. people have it. You would be riding around all day pulling people over. So it's like one of yeah. those things where they can if they want. But some most of the time they don't. Yeah. Here as, they don't. They don't. They 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 don't allow you to have it. Oh, so as soon as they see it. Wow. Because I think what their philosophy is, if they see one person do it, well, if he's doing it, why can't I? So oh. everybody would start doing it and then they'd be just chasing everybody out. But because I've seen, I've actually been on a ride with a guy on a Harley. He did the uh, engine lights and everything in right. red that wasn't flashing or anything. We were on a cruise, got pulled over, and the uh, RCMP the, uh, pulled him over and said, and the rest of us go, oh, what did he do? And he said, wow. turn the lights off. 
Wow. And, the, and, and he said, well, I can't. And he said, this is your warning. He says, I need to see this bike in a week without the lights. And he wow. goes, okay. So he wrote him a ticket and he had to go to the police station to show them that when he started up the bike, the lights didn't come on. Wow. So wow. yeah, they're, they're very strict about that. So oh. yeah, they've, they've clamped down and, and there was a couple of years ago where they just started enforcing a motorcycle noise bylaw and all of that. So the motorcycle community kind of got all up in arms because again, guys like to mod their bikes and, and yeah, there's the, the few that will, you know, crack the throttle way too many times, but it's, it's no big issue, but yeah, the lighting thing, they, they, they nipped that in the bud right away. Wow. Well, you know, loud pipes save lives. So, and that's exactly know. what's happened with my Road King. I've had people veer into my lane until I've cracked that throttle. Yeah, right. Wakes that, them up. Yeah. I mean, I've been riding, you know, I was riding for many years. And let me tell you, man, that makes a difference because the only time I've ever been in accidents is when I'm not moving. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So unless I can get that exhaust to constantly make that sound, yeah. it's only when I'm stopped. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I, yeah, I hear you. How much have you spent in mods? Uh, if, uh, see the bike I got, you know, for a pretty good price. So I didn't pay full retail. Great. And uh, I've probably spent, and I'm saying that rather quietly because my everybody in the does. other room, uh, about 3,500 bucks on mods already. That's actually not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not and that's, bad. And that's in year one. So there's more to come. <laughs> <laughs> but again, when you get it, you know, you start personalizing it. I've yeah. got, you know, all the uh, tough skin things for the wheels that are matched in the same supersonic green. You know, like I said, I've, I've done all these things again for, well, I wanted the top notch thing not only for the look at the front of the grill, but again, we got bugs, uh, you know, the size of, you know, small rats here. So, you know, I wanted something just to not, you know, be going through and damaging your rat on that thing. That's funny. You got the windshield for bugs yeah. and I got it for the big tractor trailers that kick up, you know, this, uh, the, the, the nickel size rocks, <laughs> you know, so yeah. we both, we both have the same problem with different items coming at us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild, man. That's wild. So um, you told me about, you know, you're working on building a brand. Tell yep. me what that's about and what's going uh, on with that. Well, when I first started getting into this, I thought I'd love, cause I was following you and Beth and, and uh, King Joffy Joe. And I'm, thought, wow, these guys are doing stuff that I kind of want to do because you've got, had all kinds of instructional videos and just the life and the, the lifestyle and, and everything that the bike uh, affords you guys, whether it's the Philly scene or what's going on in New York or Beth down in Florida and, you know, 2000 degree heat. <laughs> um, and I thought, no, this is kind of something I'd like to get going. So I started the brand uh, and I actually got, I have uh, a friend who's, uh, daughter is very talented and she came up with this logo i said i want a joker so i gave her free reign and she's come up with that logo so that you will see on the front and the back of my bike i've actually got it uh put into the bike the shirt i'm wearing has that logo on the back i've got stickers and magnets and those kind of things so when we're at car shows especially where that big semi was sitting kids would come up and stuff and i said 
it's called the Joker. I said, would you like to take them home? And they go, really? I said, well, no, not really, but here's a sticker or here's a fridge <laughs> magnet or something. So yeah, you start building the brand and I want to start doing more kind of YouTube stuff, just talking about my experience and my rides and those kind of things. And, and just kind of, you know, doing it from a prairie perspective and, and things that, because a lot of what you guys do, you have access to, like, like I said, the parts and the, and the communities where up here we don't. So we're kind of having to build all of that from scratch. So that's kind of where I want to, my perspective is going to come from starting from, you know, uh, a prairie city in the middle of, you know, people look at the map and go, that's in the middle of nowhere, you know, 200,000 people in Saskatoon. And there's maybe about a dozen Rikers out there. So yeah, it's just building That's that, a, building the brand, building Sask Riker. So yeah, I've got uh, Instagram, I got Facebook, uh, starting up probably in the spring doing some YouTube videos just on the bike once I get it out of storage, because again, we're going to get snow probably in a couple of weeks and it'll be six months of waist high snow. Yeah. And then when it disappears in April, we're back on the road again. Yeah, that's a pretty cool journey to document, though. You know, there's a lot of room on YouTube for everybody. And uh, yeah, that's a pretty cool journey to document out there, you know, and you building the brand for those who are just uh, listening and not watching. Uh, you got to check out uh, uh, his Joker logo and his uh, Sask, Sask Riker uh, shirt there with his logo on it. So definitely everything will be linked in below if you guys are interested. So tell me. If you had to describe your Can-Am experience in one word or one sentence, what would it be? It's a blast. Ah, a blast. It, is it, when I had my Road King, you're sitting on top of the engine, you're on the bike. With this, you are in the bike. The motor is in front of you. It's almost right there. It's that visceral load of the ground feeling that I have not had um, on a two or three wheeled vehicle where you're just going along and, and you're right in it. It's, it's you become literal. And, and as much as people say, Oh, you become part of the machine. This, yes, this is what I feel. I become part of that machine. I feel everything on it. Um, I haven't put the sway bar in, but I put the, the Baja run and links on. Yeah. Just to kind of soften it and, and, do it up. But I love that feeling. People say, oh, it's so jittery and bouncy. No, I like being connected to the ground. I like to feel everything that I'm driving on, whether it's, you know, some pretty god awful train tracks to, <laughs> you know, potholes and stuff like that. That visceral feeling. That's what being on a bike is all about. If you're going to, you know, be cushy and, and there's nothing wrong with folks that want to have those RT experiences that, you know, it's a couch on wheels, then absolutely enjoy that because that's your preference. I got nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I ride with folks that, that have those beautiful bikes. Right. Uh, but for me, yeah. If, if could I, would I enjoy an RT from time to time? Absolutely. But I get back on the Riker every day of the week, just because of, again, the feel, the look and the ride of this bike. And it just, howls when you get it going and if i can crack that back wheel out every once in a while and i do that nico mode where get a little, little gravel and she goes a little squirrely and people just stop and go what the heck is that yeah that's a feeling when i describe it to my people i like yeah it's like it's weird they were like oh that thing's gonna flip over i said you ride two wheels and you're talking about my thing flipping over i said trust well, me 
The only time I've seen something flip over was this past week and the idiot that decided he'd go to the skate park with his. Oh, yeah. Everybody shared that video. Uh, My um, friends are looking at it going, (laughs) but a buddy of mine out in Vancouver goes, that wasn't you, was it? I went, no. I'm looking for that guy, Neil. I want him on the podcast, Neil. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only time I've seen that bike either off the ground or upside down. Yeah, that wow. was just not that I thought, okay. I was well. like, I was like, wow. I said, man, this guy, I need this guy on the podcast. I'm searching a tooth and nail. I got all, all the internet sleuths out there. <laughs> They're narrowing it down to the state, maybe the city. I said, you got to find this guy for me. You know, I need him on the show. I got to do a yelling, whole show. I kept yelling at that video. Let go of the throttle. <laughs> what are you doing? He's, you know. The only hand that's holding on to that thing is the throttle, and he's still getting dragged along. And I'm going, just let go. Some of us just can't let go of our right. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna hold on to the dear yeah. end, man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be his legacy. Is he's probably seen it already online and going, oh, oh I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Whether he wants to fess up for for it or not, but. Yeah, well, I wish you luck finding them. When you do, I'd love to hear that interview. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. I'm trying. If I don't find them, <laughs> I'll definitely do a live show where I can hear everybody's questions and comments. Maybe somebody on the live will help me find them, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Neil, for the people who are just listening and not watching, because, you know, I stream it on all the platforms. Yep. Uh, tell them where they can reach you, contact you, learn about your events, what's coming up. You know, just give them your whole breakdown, social media, all that good. Yeah, stuff. they can they can find me uh, if they just type in Sask Riker. That's S A S K R Y K E R. That's on Instagram, and uh, they'll find that also on Facebook. Um, haven't got the YouTube channel up and running yet, uh, but we'll do that. So yeah, um, also on Twitter. So just uh, type in at Sask Riker. Um, and yeah, we'll have all kinds of, whether it's the rides that we, uh, have done and just pictures of my bike and JT's bike and some of the places we've been, cause we do the, the beauty shots of, uh, where we're going and things that we're doing. And yeah, it's just going to start building. Like I said, next spring is when, uh, when we're going to get a little bit more serious about, uh, building the brand and getting people a little bit more into the community, because again, uh, I know the local dealer has been doing well, but again, we wanted to build that community. And, and so far there's, there's a handful of us, but we want to see that handful grow. Uh, like every state and province has got the uh, riding communities in there. It's like, Hey, the more, the merrier we can help each other out. Cause uh, JT uh, has got the uh, wheel uh, nut, the 65 millimeter oh, thing with tool. the big, ba- yeah. And, and, all of that so you know when we got to get our wheels uh done he's breaking that so we're talking about doing oil changes and stuff because we've seen thrill mouse do the the siphoning thing yes yes, and a couple of times so yeah Yeah. we're we're just learning off each other and and it's funny because we just bumped into a guy that had just bought one off of uh off of uh the internet and he knew nothing about the bike and i thought wow uh but again he wanted something that was three wheels and he didn't even know what he had for an engine, any of this. He just <laughs> bought it because it was three wheels and it wasn't going to tip over. So, you know, just those kind of things, walking him through. It's like he didn't even know he had a rally mode and, and all the things you could do with the display, which is another thing that I really like is how compact that is, the information that's right at your fingertips. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. like I said, it's it's a it, blast. I, 
it is it is you know and I, i'm a true i'm a true lover of the bike and you know it came out of nowhere and i'd probably yeah. be doing all of this even if uh can am didn't reach out to me and yeah and that's what i'm doing I'm, I'm promoting the brand whether you know can am says you know we'd love to partner with you or not because i believe in the product it's it's a ride like no other it's it's a blast to be on yeah, that's true oh, and if anybody wants to reach out to me by email, I guess the one I didn't give is saskriker at gmail.com. So, yeah. Well, that's right, man. Talk. Well, you, you, you heard it, everybody, you know, and, you know, good luck on your journey, Neil, for the YouTube. You. And, and uh, if you need any tips, of course, hit me up. Absolutely. So uh, if you need to reach him, all his information will be linked below in this video. Uh, you guys should already know me. I'm Keith Hammer from Rolling on Three, the first podcast for all three wheelers. If you want to reach me, you can email me at rolling on three wheels at Gmail. That's the number three. You can find me on Instagram, the Shadow Black Rika, Twitter, TikTok, and all the social media rolling on three. If you just type in the hashtag rolling on three, you'll be able to find me. Uh, Neil, it was great. I love to have guests from all over the world. So you are the first Canadian I had uh, on the podcast. So shout out to you thank you very much for being on the show bro oh it's a pleasure thank you so much and uh, yeah it's 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 a blast you you you're doing it all right thanks bro